Hey everybody, before we get into the show, I wanted to let you know we've got another live show coming up. We will be back at Maya Cinemas on Thursday, May 23rd for Furiosa, the latest in the Mad Max series. We are so excited for this one. Joining me to talk about it, we've got Sam Novak, Shahab Zargari, and Tony Gonzalez. A great lineup. It's going to be an awesome movie. We are so excited to talk about it. So make sure to check the show notes. There are opportunities to win tickets. You could also buy tickets. And we hope to see you there Thursday, May 23rd, 6 p.m. at Maya Cinemas for Furiosa. Welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. And today on the show, we're doing another one of our Missing Pieces episodes. This is a side series we do every once in a while where we take a look at a slightly older movie, something from the years of between 2000 and 2017, basically recent-ish movies, but before I started piecing it together, and take a look both at the movies that may have inspired the film we're talking about, and since it's a little bit older, some movies that have come since that may have themselves been inspired by it. So it kind of uh, bridges the gap between our regular piecing it together episodes and our other side series, Breaking It Apart. So today... We are talking about pop star, Never Stop, Never Stopping, the Lonely Island movie starring Andy Samberg and the rest of Lonely Island, and uh, this movie is freaking hilarious. It is one of the great mockumentaries, music mockumentaries specifically, but uh, absolutely so funny. I was not really a fan of the Lonely Island leading up to this coming out, and we get into that a little bit in the conversation with Phil A., who is... Returning to the show, you guys have heard him here on the show before. Phil A. is a hip-hop artist here in Las Vegas. And it's fun having Phil on the show. He brings a different energy to uh, what we do here. And he was a great choice to talk about pop star and skewering some of the excesses of hip-hop that Lonely Island is known for. So we're getting to that here in a minute, but I do want to remind you, as always, to make sure you are subscribed to Piecing It Together wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, make sure you uh, rate and review us over on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. That always helps to make sure people get to see it, to make sure it goes up in those charts and people are checking out this show. Of course, the best thing you could do is just share the show with your friends. If you enjoy what we do, make sure to share it. That really, really helps. And we just recently hit 2,000 Twitter followers, which to all you people on Twitter who are always engaging with what I do, thank you so much. I really do appreciate that. I just want to get this show heard and all of that helps to make sure that happens. So thank you for that. Make sure to share the show. Uh, follow us, speaking of Twitter, on all the social medias, at PiecingPod, and join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces. So with all that said, let's get into this conversation about pop star, never stop, never stopping. 
Yeah. All right, Phil A is with us today. It's been a while. How's it going, man? Yo, David, what's good? I'm feeling great. Happy to be here. Thanks for coming through with the mobile setup. Yeah, first time since pre-pandemic being out and about recording podcasts. This is fun. Nice. Sweet. (laughs) Happy to break it in. Yeah, trying to figure out where I put all my equipment was a uh, quite a process, but I, I, I got it together and we're here. We're set up. Uh, looks like everything's recording, so I think we'll be all right. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> so pop star, never stop, never stopping. Is that what it's called? Never this- stop stopping. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You you suggested this one to me for this Missing Pieces series. <laughs> yeah. So let, let's just start off right away. When did you first see this? Did you watch it back when it first came out or did you catch on later no i caught it later okay i don't know how or why i didn't see it right away yeah we're both hip-hop people so like why you know lonely island is kind of it's its own thing but i mean it's still hip-hop adjacent for yeah sure. like we were saying like we were kind of blurry on the year so it came out 2016 i don't know why i didn't see it right away especially because i was up on uh, some stuff that he did in 2015 that was really funny and um, mm-hmm. but yeah i definitely caught it later on just like on demand or something now I, I own it on my my voodoo or whatever but um it's hilarious i was just telling my friend last night that hadn't seen it that he he has to see it it's like for guys like us it's it's just like so well it's funny for anyone but it's just like so relatable oh yeah absolutely yeah. and it, that's the thing about like music parody type movies is like if you're a musician it hits on a whole nother level because you see that behind the scenes of like that creativity and just how ridiculous it could be especially you know if you're that kind of artist that like really self-seriousness and all that kind of stuff yeah and like i know you have that background and like before i moved out here like my friends had like a joke comedy uh like rap group as well and every time i would go back home and visit i would like lay a verse down on some like ridiculous songs (laughs) that don't even exist on the internet but (laughs) which speaking of which after the mics are uh turned off we we probably should collaborate on a track one of these days dude i'm down yeah i'm I'm really open to it well let's start talking about pop star a little bit and some puzzle pieces uh this is a missing pieces episode for those listening so this we're gonna start off looking back at movies that may have inspired pop star and then at the end we'll get into some movies that it itself may have inspired since this is a few years old although i will say at the top of the show really quick uh and we discussed this beforehand it was very tough to find things that this might have inspired partially because it's you know a a music mockumentary there's not really that many of those and so it's kind of a very specific thing but also it's really just a few years old so there's you know not that much to to pick from but Hopefully we'll have a couple of things at the end there, but let's start off with the movies that may have inspired this. What do you have first? All right, so for movies that may have inspired it, I have some um, Saturday Night Live music-related movies. So I started with Wayne's World 2. Okay. (laughs) Um, Since that was more music-centric concert movie. Sure. Not to dive too deep into that, but just, you know, I, I could feel the same similar vibe of just uh, a lighthearted music comedy. But um, another Saturday Night Live piece that I have is Ladies Man. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> because Tim Meadows... Tim any- Meadows is the MVP of everything he's in. Exactly. Anytime he's in something, it's it's going to be hilarious. Like, yeah. At least for the while he's on screen. Like, it's going to be great. <laughs> Tony, 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 Tony. <laughs> yeah. Tony, 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 Tony. 
Yeah, he's incredible. Um, I don't know. He could just like smile and be funny. He's mm-hmm. just hilarious. Um, so yeah, Tim Meadows, ladies man, is a is a huge puzzle piece because they definitely were fans of that. Yeah, they're they're milking Tim Meadows for for like his specific brand of just. It's it's so weird. I don't even know how to put my finger on it. It's like he's so off and so strange in every in every role that he's in and it's like he's so Tim Meadows but he's like impossible to really figure out. Like his characters are always just so bizarre. I know. I love and him. He's like the perfect like commentator like side. Yeah. Oh man, he's so so amazingly funny. Absolutely the best. And he'll show up in uh I think some other pieces along oh, the way. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm I was saving that cuz yeah, yeah, that's an obvious <laughs> piece but i another saturday night live music movie sure going back old school blues brothers oh yeah just in that same vein of just like musicians like grinding and like the the crazy situations that they put into a comedy of about it yeah and i mean that's a that's another example of like again the self-seriousness of of being a musician and just kind of turning that on its head. And that that's why I think music is just so ripe for this kind of a thing. Um, I I think that is a good entry point into my first puzzle piece, which, you know, if you're going to do a music mockumentary, you have to go all the way back to this is spinal tap. I was expecting you to say that. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of the granddaddy of music mockumentaries of mockumentaries really in general. I mean, there were some before I believe, but not, not that many. And, you know, of course, Christopher Guest kind of took, the reins and ran with it after that point but rob reiner directed that original one and the spinal tap band each member is so funny on their own and then when they get together they have their their own bits and all the side characters and there's just so much that goes into the the background of a band and all of all of the characters the agents the managers the tour people the all that stuff and they're all hilarious and they all have their moments of shining ridiculous moments and and you get that here in pop star and (laughs) absolutely goes back to spinal tap absolutely i didn't write that because a, I mean, I didn't grow up with it like as much as other people probably did, but I do love and appreciate that movie. And I just knew that you were going to be saying sure. Smile Tap, <laughs> but it's great. Absolutely. It's so, and that's the best point about it, like the, the managers and all that part, like how, how that relates to this movie is. Totally. Like Sarah Silverman is like her is their publicist. <laughs> <laughs> She's great too. Yeah. What uh, one other thing with Spinal Tap, and th- this is a big thing I would say with the Lonely Island in general, which of course uh, the Lonely Island is Andy Samberg's hip hop group that you know is the basis for Pop Star and a lot of this comedy rap stuff that that this trio has has put together aside from this movie. Uh, but the whole turn it up to eleven thing of Spinal yes. Tap. I mean, that is kind of the the mission statement for for what the Lonely Island is. And I think that that's what makes it so funny. Just just absolutely 100 percent going as far as the joke could go to the point where it's barely funny anymore. But then just keep going and keep pushing it. Yes, it's so good. I like in this. I love the other guys in the in the in the group in Style Boys or Lonely Island. Style Boys. <laughs> great, great so. name. <laughs> so what do you got for your next piece? Um, I wrote this piece down at the last second, and I thought it might have came afterwards, but uh, this is a 2015. I think this movie that Andy Samberg made for like straight to HBO, um, Seven Days in Hell, his tennis documentary movie, like sure. definitely prepared him and them to um, make 
pop star. Um, I don't know if you have you seen that. Yeah, it's yeah. So, so I gotta funny. rewatch it. It's, I, I want to rewatch it too. And and they made a third one of that because that's the whole documentary now series. And they made a third one, and I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, well, this was before, or like this was like a HBO movie. It was or, like its own thing. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I wasn't sure about seven that. Seven Days in Hell. Yeah, but it was definitely like the same crew of of guys. So yeah. Um. So speaking of documentary now, that's another piece that I had, like specifically sure. like Bill Hader and the the Blue Jean Committee uh, episodes <laughs> of documentary now. Like Bill Hader's um, character in Popstar is like dressed the same way as he is in like the seventies in the Blue Jean Committee, <laughs> committee stuff. Another great character that that really doesn't need to be there, but it's just bring in so many he funny people, so much great stuff. And then I'll bring a little bonus puzzle piece of just from his, his part of the movie flatliners. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Why not? Cause he loves to get a good F line session. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. <clears throat> so funny. Uh, all right. I'll go on to another piece and I'm going to stay in the music vein here, uh, but get away from mockumentaries for a little bit. I'm going to go with Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, man. The, the funniest shit in the world. I love Tenacious D so much. And I, I, think, wow. I think the main reason I wanted to use this as a puzzle piece, aside from it being comedy music, which there's not that many great comedy musicians out there. Tenacious D is maybe the best of them all. Maybe Weird Al. But the idea, wow. the idea of putting a movie together as part of the process of putting a new album together, because this is a new Lonely Island album, pop that's star, yeah, you know? And yeah, they're playing these characters, but it's basically just an excuse to make a new Lonely Islands album. And then instead of music videos, they made a whole film around it. And that's exactly what The Pick of Destiny is. It's a, a full-length new Tenacious D album that instead of music videos, they made a whole movie around. Oh my God. I'm so glad that you used that as a piece. I can't believe myself for not writing that as a piece. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, what did Papadello tell you? <laughs> <laughs> um, that's an amazing puzzle piece. Yeah. Pick of Destiny is incredible. I rewatched it recently. It's still so silly, funny. I could just... Oh man, I love that movie. Yeah. It's just great. And those songs are so good. I mean, that oh, yeah. album stands on its own too. It's yeah, I know. the I, best. I mean, I can't like yeah, rocking and fucking road. <laughs> there's so <laughs> many there's so much good stuff, man. Oh. Amazing. KG. <laughs> He's the MVP of it all, for yeah. sure. So what do you got for your next piece? Well, I kind of splurted a bunch of them out, but um when I was talking to my friend last night, he did mention something. I was like, you know, that is a good one. He said, wedding singer. Okay. And that could relate to, you know, they work together on, what's that movie? That's my boy. But which, yeah. which is terrible, by the way. Yeah. Uh, but Andy Samberg, awesome movie. Terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, wedding singer is classic. Um, and it just fits the the vibe of my other pieces, like Saturday Night Live related music uh, movies. And they definitely, it's movies that these Lonely Island guys like definitely watched growing up. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's definitely embedded at least some way into their comedy. Yeah. And I, I think that that particular uh, brand of of musical comedy in a wedding singer singing these, you know, these kind of <laughs> like, you know, standards classics or whatever, uh, and, and turning it ridiculous, I think plays a real big hand in this being, I mean, 
again, it, it's hip hop, but it's also very like pop focused. This particular movie, obviously the title pop star. I mean, it, it, it's funny that it blends that line of being rap and being pop music, but it, it's a little bit of both. But I think, yeah. you know, the wedding singer obviously is as pop as it gets, you know? Yeah, no, they definitely, like I said, they definitely grew up on that. So speaking of like, the actual movie like the uh not gay song or not 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 gay yeah yeah <laughs> the equal rights for all song is like clearly um macklemore sure <laughs> and uh that's funny to me because like i'm not a huge fan of that because it's just he he might be talented or whatever and like but i don't even care to check because i just when artists do things like that they're just like an obvious like oh, I'll make a song uh, just to get more streams from, like, the LGBT community. Right, uh, right. Or, you know, if it's just... Yeah, it's it's, it's so tr- it's using a moment to, like... You can see like, through it. Like, yeah. Well, some people can't, and that's right. how they get away with it. But, like, I don't know. People like me, like, I get to see through it, like, a, from a million miles away, and I just cannot deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> so they they attack that, like, perfectly. And, I mean... It's like an attitude that you see even in like local rappers that like it's sure. just like that don't even have that spotlight on them, but they they're like, oh, let me get behind some cause that I care nothing about. I'm not gonna do anything about. Yeah, <laughs> posturing is a big part of yeah, music, that, man. That posturing, thank it, you. It, it really is. I mean, and that that goes across all genres. I mean, that's that's in the rock music world, punk, everything. Um, yeah. But really big in the rap world <laughs> so, yeah. you know and sure. I, I think that's a lot of what i was always trying to kind of parody with you know my own uh you know comedy rap stuff is just that whole boastfulness and you know always constantly being the best at absolutely everything you know it <laughs> yeah. was a big part of jewish dave um but you Hell know what yeah. while we're on this little tangent talking about macklemore we, we should bring up if you have any other um any musicians or artists that we think inspired, you know, both the movie and Lily Island itself. I mean, obviously Beastie Boys are a big one there, you know. Um, I'd also say Justin Timberlake as far as like Connor for real himself going, you know, separate, going solo off of this big, huge pop group and becoming the big artist. And he's in the movie and they're boys. Sure. Yeah. And um, yeah, I I don't know the the DJs that uh, with the, Oh, like helmet. Dead Mouse or whatever. Yeah, like all those helmet DJs. <laughs> yeah. uh, or, I, you know, I sound... Daft Punk, I sound, right? Well, yeah, they're the first ones to do yeah. it. Like, well, at least as far as I know. I don't mean to be so ignorant about that topic, but like, yeah, just the uh, the the gimmicks of that, like the the stage gimmicks uh-huh. and making the DJ wear, wear a crazy helmet with a, a beam that goes into the sky. <laughs> <laughs> that that sound design by the way is incredible it on that really beam. is yeah <laughs> i know it is nuts and you know it's just gonna go wrong when when they first introduce oh that. yeah absolutely <laughs> That's so good. i would i would also add in um when when uh everyone hates them for putting their song on the uh the appliances that's like the u2 moment when they put yeah. their album on uh, ipods uh, yeah on everyone yeah and like you it was like difficult to try to delete it off and yeah. everything oh my god <laughs> everyone hated u2 for that <laughs> yeah it's a perfect example and i remember watching recently some kind of like interview with the whole lonely island crew and talking about what they have coming up and they were like <laughs> reflecting on pop star and they were talking about like the marketing miss of the movie. Like, I guess like all the commercials when it came out, it was just all focused on, 
I guess like the one or two Justin Bieber type jokes in the movie. Mm-hmm. And like people thought it was just a straight up like Justin Bieber movie for the whole thing. And I right. think that a lot of people were like, I don't care yet. Or I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that hurt the movie when it first came out. And then eventually guys like us, like we're like, all right, I got to check this out. And they're like, oh man. This is so great. It's on a level of yeah. the last piece, possibly. That, okay. Uh, <laughs> you, you could jump in with it. I got a couple more after that, but oh, you oh, could no, jump no, in you, with no, it. No, we'll save it then. You, okay. t- you say your other pieces. Okay, cool, yeah, cool. Yeah. But but to that point, though, I, I do agree. I think that's part of why I stayed away. I thought it was literally going to be just like about a pop star, and I didn't know that the songs were going to be so funny. And like <laughs> yeah. that, I think, goes back to that Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny like puzzle piece. Like, yeah, the songs are freaking hilarious. Um, another movie where the songs are hilarious and it's perfectly done, and it kind of goes along with this is Spinal Tap, uh, going back to Christopher Guest, is A Mighty Wind, his folk music oh. movie. Hell yeah. Yeah, that yeah. that is just... I gotta rewatch that again, Oh, too, it's man. so good. <laughs> so funny. I, all those people come back from Spinal Tap, and like I think pretty much the whole cast is back, um, and then a lot of the Christopher Guest regulars, and the songs are so good, along with being ridiculous. And then, again, you get all those side characters and all the people they worked with all coming back together, and, and they're all just so funny, and the songs are really the centerpiece of it, because if the songs aren't good, good it kind of just gets to be stupid i guess but yeah, they are it's true and i guess that brings me to just like a last second piece the south park movie bigger longer uncut sure it's like sure because i was like as i was talking to my friend last night he was asking me about this he's like is it a musical i hate musicals but <laughs> he was just saying other movies that he loved i'm like I, yeah you can call it that there's songs throughout that drive it but i i don't put it in that box but you definitely could and south park bigger longer uncut you could put call a musical sure yeah i I think it was even um i think it was nominated for some awards as a musical like quote unquote a musical and a lot of the stuff the south park guys do i think some people when it comes to just like over the top comedy they kind of don't want to um engage with the musical you know genre or whatever but Everything South Park has done is musical. The show itself is so many songs and musical bits, yeah. and uh, Cannibal the Musical, their their original movie oh, yeah, from the Trauma. Yeah, yeah, that that that's a beginning to end musical, and then their Book of Mormon that was uh, on Broadway. I don't know if you've seen that, but it is so not, hilarious. I know it's great. Yeah, I, I I can't wait for a movie version of that one of these days. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll throw a couple more pieces in here, uh, and then we'll get to your last piece there. But okay. um, I'm going to go with a uh, combination here, Fear of a Black Hat and CB4. Ooh, yeah, bring it back classics. to that. Hip-hop parody and Fear just, you know, we, we talked a little bit already about how how that, that world is, like is so ripe for parody. Man, you're you good know? at this podcast. Well, you know, <laughs> I've, had, I've had a little bit of uh, experience. Those are great know? pieces, man. <laughs> But uh, those are two movies I haven't seen in a long time. I loved them back in high school. They're so yeah, funny. You know, Chris here. Rock and CB4, Gusto. Is- <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, to anyone that doesn't know, because those movies, if you haven't seen them, and I haven't seen them pop up as like options on streaming or whatever, like try to search those movies out, because they are so hilarious. CB4 is basically like an NWA mm-hmm. mockumentary in this t- same style. And then Fear of a Black Hat is like, public enemy right right? oh my god it's so good yeah 
Yeah, I, you know what? I'm going to have to have like a double feature one of these days and just watch those. Oh, yeah, because it's been forever. Hilarious. Oh, I love those movies. Well, Damn, you're good. <laughs> why don't we go to uh, that last piece that you've been hinting at? Okay. Yeah, this to me is the goat of all these movies. You know, like ones you mentioned, you know, like Spinal Tap started it off. But to me, the all, greatest of all time is Walk Hard. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love Walk Hard. It's so perfect. It ties in my other piece. It has the the perfect Tim Meadows sure. throughout throughout oh, yeah. it. And you know that they watch that and they're like, we need we need Tim Meadows to do that same thing, thing yeah. in our movie. Walk Hard is incredible. I could watch that like anytime. The songs, the the eras that they go through, sure. the different characters. It's just Definitely like the top of the mountain for this type of movie to me, and uh, definitely like the biggest piece f- for me. Yeah, um, I, I think the idea that it like you know spans this guy's entire career is like a, a major connection there. I think also all the famous artist interviews and how they they all they all are doing a great job of acting like they are familiar with this character, you know, and like, like he's a real guy. Um, I I think that goes into it again. Like we talked about with some of the other pieces, the songs are actually pretty damn good as ridiculous as they are. And it's a movie that I think, I think these two movies together, pop star and walk hard, they kind of ended the music biopic like in a way like like look at bohemian rhapsody which is so bad and it's like you know queen is awesome freddie mercury is awesome but you just can't make a music movie now and wasn't it supposed to be like a way more like raw movie with sasha baron cohen like with the real like more into the drugs and all that other type of stuff and that could have worked maybe but maybe yeah Yeah. but what we got instead is all the things that have already been just (laughs) piss taken out of them to the freaking hundredth degree and it's like how do you even make these movies too because it's just the obvious formula yeah it's (laughs) it's so obvious and it's like every every beat of these musicians lives the movie doesn't work if the musician's life isn't interesting. Like, just because we love the songs, you still need an interesting story. <laughs> yeah. And these two movies have skewered all of those interesting beats to the point where you, if that's what the musician's life is, you just can't do it anymore. <laughs> and yeah. so that's why that movie doesn't really work. I know some people do enjoy Bohemian Rhapsody, but... Uh, it was a big hit. Yeah, it was a big hit, but I do think some people maybe uh, just couldn't disconnect it from the songs because... Even I'll admit, in the moment, seeing that movie in IMAX, like, and hearing those songs in big IMAX speakers, that rules, you know, because Queen's music rules, but the story is nothing. It's the, it's all the beats that have been skewered so perfectly already that we don't need them anymore. Yeah, like the Doors movie. Yeah. You just don't need that stuff anymore, you know? So I I think, I think that does it as far as movies that uh, inspired pop star so let's attempt, like we said at the beginning, it's it's very difficult because, first of all, this movie's so recent, but also because it's a very specific kind of movie. And so to say that that this would have inspired other movies is kind of a stretch a little bit. And even in the uh, the couple I have here, I'd say that they're kind of a stretch. But what do you have? Do you have any uh, good ones? Honestly, I kept looking up the dates of things and thinking that it came after like my piece that I said before seven days in hell, that was 2015 pop star came out 2016. So that sure. definitely prepared them, got them ready to do those perfect interviews, have 
real celebrities like be you know commenting like they know these people yeah and you know just some hip-hop points like nas was great at that in in (laughs) pop star yeah and then i i just barely noticed watch just another like hip-hop trivia thing he's in it for like two minutes of the movie but the original dj of the style boys Mm -hmm. is dj newmark from jurassic five oh yeah yeah i did not notice that and uh like they say like he went off to like kill whales or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah and uh that's just a random uh side fact of that but yeah honestly i i could be sleeping on new movies it could be a lack of new good comedies whether they fit this exact mockumentary thing um sadly i don't have uh, i failed on my homework of the, the new <laughs> the new pieces I mean, I could shout out like TV shows that are great in the mockumentary world. Like, yeah. Shout out Trailer Park Boys. Sure, sure, sure. The Rush episode, if we want to get specific of this type of vein. But yeah, like that's like my favorite. And I, I, I'm not sure of dates, but I feel like that came even before like The Office, which I love as well. And right, right. Yeah, I'm curious what you have for, and then I'll be like, oh yeah, that's right. So I got I got two. That's all that's all I was able to come up with okay. here. And and I and I did a little searching too and I, I could not find anything. So I've got Eurovision Song Contest, the story of Fire Saga from last year. Nice. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah, Will Ferrell just skewering that whole uh music songs. world and these big, huge, self serious pop music songs, you know? That's a perfect choice. So I, I think that's that's like the one really good one I got. And even that I think would maybe be more inspired by things like walk hard than it was specifically by pop star. But I still, you know, I had to, I had to come up with something. <laughs> yeah, no, that was great. I only watched it once, but when I did watch it, I was like, Oh, this is going to be kind of like walk hard. I'm going to like this. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know I mean? Totally. And then the, the other one I have actually just came out last weekend. It's a movie called mainstream. It's from oh. Gia Coppola and it stars Andrew Garfield. And it's more of a, uh, a commentary on, uh, YouTubers and like, influencer culture and like these like you know totally ridiculous doing dumb shit and like young people they seem to be really into all that right now and and they they get millions of views and for just doing really dumb shit on on the internet you know and it's not a great movie honestly it kind of aside from andrew garfield's performance the rest of the movie kind of falls flat a little bit but um i think it definitely at the very least it deals with the same kind of excess of like a connor for real kind of character you know yeah no definitely yeah i'm trying to think of like actual celebrities that we could think of like more modern day that could fit that mold maybe Um, kanye (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm not gonna (laughs) like like our last episode i don't want to talk bad about kanye yeah yeah um but yeah like he could fit like yeah there, there could be definitely a mockumentary from stories of of his career or like I'm trying to think of like even newer artists, um, a newer pop star, but I'm just so out of the loop with that. Sorry, guys. Sorry, audience. Phil A here. My bad. You 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 got <laughs> some you got some good stuff in the first section, man. You're okay. you're good. You're 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 doing all right. All but right, all right. I did just think of another uh, uh, another one though, actually, just you got? off the top. But um, the Beach Bum with Matthew McConaughey. Oh, okay. That that movie again, just talking about excess and just just pure id you know portraying through the screen Man, I, you know I just i 
not no diss to that movie. I just like put it on like way too early in the morning one day, and then I like fell asleep like within ten minutes. I gotta watch that movie. You gotta go back to it and get to when Martin Lawrence shows up. He is so oh, funny in that movie. Damn, damn. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's, that's your new homework. Now that we've recorded this, your uh, new homework is go watch the Beach Bum because beach uh, I gotcha. love that movie. All right, we'll do. Well, are there any other things about Popstar that we didn't quite get to while talking puzzle pieces? Oh, man, there's so much good stuff. Yeah, like the interviews, Nas, Ringo Starr, <laughs> just to talk about, like, they're allowed to, you know, like, you know what I mean, yeah. with, with the not gay. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just, um, it's too perfect. Um, and again, shout out to the Blue Jean Committee episodes, the documentary now, because sure. it just fits that same model if you haven't seen those you can watch them on netflix it's so funny yeah i gotta rewatch those it's been a while, a while since they first came out but uh I, I would just shout out to like one of my favorite moments of the movie was the bee attack where they oh. they leave the camera oh, yes. they turn the camera off but leave the audio rolling and they're just being attacked <laughs> yeah with bees. the subtitles on the screen <laughs> yeah. that's incredible <laughs> Yeah, there's there's way too many yeah like there's way too many good moments do you have a favorite song from the movie man i i like one of the first songs in the movie that always cracks me up the the cowboy hat the yeehaw <laughs> i got a cowboy hat. i got three cowboy <laughs> that one just makes me laugh all the time there's other there's there's fucked like ben I'm slacking, but the the movie is incredible. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about like just the stupid stuff, like how he like takes a dump in the Anne Frank house. That, <laughs> I guess that was like a commentary on like Justin Bieber did some something stupid like that. Oh, I forgot about that, but yeah, I think you're right. He did do some dumb shit. Like Not that. as crazy as that, yeah. but it was something ridiculous. But without even knowing that of of the commentary it was just a stupid funny thing because yeah he made it, he's like ace ventura yeah <laughs> do not go in there <laughs> so damn dumb uh, dude <laughs> i love it you got if you love dumb stuff like dumb comedy like that like you you just can't deny it like um it's a modern classic i mean it's already 2016 that we're in 2021 it's already six years old yeah it's wow. crazy doesn't feel like it but, i know uh, absolutely crazy well, uh, we always end these things now asking if there's another movie you watched recently you'd like to recommend to our listeners. You see anything good lately? Yeah, my friend Kyle showed me Nobody. That movie's great. Nice. Did you see it yet? I did, oh, yeah. Okay, that's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, who who thought in our lifetime we, we would see man. Bob Odenkirk and RZA and, uh, and Christopher, Christopher, Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd just fighting side by side? Incredible. Like, <laughs> this is like made for me it feels like <laughs> right. you know what i mean it's like dude we love bob Kirk. we love rizza we love christopher lloyd it's just oh my god um and even if rizza w- didn't even show up on screen uh shout out to asan yeah. <laughs> wu-tang um <laughs> Even if RZA didn't show up on screen, I would have been happy with just his voice on the other end of that. Being yeah. like, oh, who is this guy might be as badass as, as <laughs> Odenkirk's character. And the fact that they like came through with that, incredible. Beautiful. I also did, I was told you how I saw City of Lies. Mm-hmm. It's it's not bad. It's worth watching. It's worth, or maybe wait till it pops up on like a Hulu or Netflix or something like that. But uh, I was so curious because... It was supposed to come out years ago, and I was—I'm not like a conspiracy guy, but I was like, "Oh, what? What did they say in this movie that?" But they do—it's like for anyone that is a, a 
a freak on studying like the Biggie and Tupac murders and have watched like all kinds of documentaries that are available like yeah. throughout the years. It does kind of like tie them, tie like certain things like evidence together. And yeah. it's Johnny Depp and Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. So it's cool. I got I got to check that out one of these days for sure, but uh, right on, man. Uh, why don't you tell people what you got going on with uh, your music and everything? So in November, I put out an album with my longtime friend and collaborator Rasan Arigato. So it's Philae and Rasan Arigato, Filigato. Shout you got. I got this thank, mug right here. I'm looking forward yeah, to you, using you it. You ordered the coffee mug um, like not long after the album came out, and um, we uh, instead of shipping it to you right away, we said we were going to do a podcast. And That's this right. the first time we got to do it. So thank you for being patient with that. Um, yeah, you can. That's available on my Bandcamp page, philae.bandcamp.com, or you can just type in philagato.com. It'll take you there. I'll may I'll create a discount code for thirty percent off with the code Puzzle if you want to buy anything for the next month on uh, on my Bandcamp page. We have uh, this limited cassette tape run. There's maybe like fourteen cassettes left. Uh, if you guys want to jump on those, if you're a collector, hip hop, uh, or just you know, shout out to everyone in the Facebook group. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh shout out to chad <laughs> and uh justice league being good <laughs> yeah who would have thought of that huh? I know. uh my, my my boy kyle uh is a huge um Zack snyder fan and i was very happy for for both of them that the movie was great <laughs> right right yeah uh, <laughs> and um yeah i'm feeling great i already got new um filigato music that i'm mixing right now um, I also put out a, a remix um, project called I Flip This for My Lady. Um, nice. That's like five bucks on my band camp. I got some classic stuff, uh, you know, Prodigy, and then some modern stuff like Meg the Stallion, like on my beats. Um, so it's cool. Listen, I appreciate uh, I'm just happy to be here making music. So yeah. happy to be here. Feeling great. And uh David, thank you. I appreciate you coming through. Yeah. It's good to do. This is our third uh, one. Third now. one. Yeah. I, I always love having you on, man. And uh, like we said earlier, um, I'm looking forward to making a comedy rap song with you one of these days. I, I, I'm, gotta, I'm itching to get back into it after watching this movie. So, uh, you know. <laughs> to, to, you know, it's great that you, you're always welcome to come over and we can do that or I can get off my butt and come over there. One way or but the other. Also, there's an amazing new thing just to shout out to like, any music creators that might not know about this yet it's called satellite sessions from mixed in key it's a free plug-in okay and we can like collaborate even though we both live in vegas we could be like yo and we could be on different daws and be like here's a melody uh phil put some drums on it or vice versa or be like here's what i got and you want to add some keys to this and then nice we'll chop it up and it's not like exactly real time like you're not like jamming together at the same time but it's like just look into it anyone that might be interested in something like that it's something that's like wow this is finally here it's maybe should have been here already but the pandemic kind of like probably forced it to happen sure yeah yeah um yeah so it's um satellite sessions free plugin that Sweet. we can all make music together like, i love it that's awesome yeah and yeah again philae.bandcamp.com and uh lots of new music coming just working on beats about to record some music later today feeling great about that uh, yeah yeah shout out to everyone listening 
Hi, I'm Dietrich. I'm Alex. And I'm Ben. We're from the podcast That Song From That Movie, the journey through the very best and worst of movie songs. We want you to join us on our voyage across the cinematic sound waves as we take a deep dive on a new song and movie each week to figure out just what makes them tick. Already we've set sail with Celine Dion on the Titanic, found a friend in Toy Story, and gotten drenched out in the rain with Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Hopefully each breakdown allows us to answer the ultimate question of what's better, the movie or the song. Or at least learn something new along the way. Just like learning that Toy Story 4 is a meaningless cash grab without a soul. You can subscribe right now on all good podcast platforms. If you use one of the bad ones, then that's on you, and we can't be held responsible. Subscribe to that song from that movie. All right, so I hope you enjoyed that conversation about Pop Star, Never Stop, Never Stopping. Thanks to Phil A. for being on that one. Uh, as always, if you enjoy what we're doing here on Piecing It Together, make sure you are subscribed wherever you listen to podcasts. You could, of course, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. I guess you could follow on Apple Podcasts. I don't know what they're doing over there. But uh, also Spotify, Pocket Casts, TuneIn Radio, all of the major podcast apps, we're on them. If there's an app that you like to listen to podcasts on and we're not on it, make sure to let me know and we will get on it. You could also rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or on Podchaser and follow us on social media at PiecingPod. Join the Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces. And uh, also don't forget we have a Patreon. If you really enjoy what we're doing here on the show, you can definitely subscribe to our Patreon. It is the Produced by David Rosen Patreon. Combines... Uh, bonus and advanced and exclusive content from all of the podcasts I'm involved with, whether that's Piecing It Together, Awesome Movie Year, Bird Road, All Rice, No Beans, everything that I'm involved with, as well as my music career. Lots of great content, so check it out. Produced by David Rosen. It's patreon.com slash by David Rosen. We would love to have you as a subscriber, and the more subscribers we get, the more content we're going to make for it. So uh, that does it for today's episode on Popstar. Thank you so much for listening, and I'm going to close this thing out with a piece of music like I always do. And like I mentioned during the conversation, and I don't mention very often on the show or just in general anymore, I was a part of a comedy rap collective here in Las Vegas. I was a part, I should say, I was kind of in charge of. But uh, it's called the Polar Bear MCs, which also split into all these side projects. MC Random and Jewish Dave, Demise and D-Rocks, The Big Yummy, Fakakta, and there were some others that never actually released any albums. Uh, but, you know, there were still more songs being made and these little side groups that all split off from the Polar Bear MCs. But this was a thing we did in college back at UNLV and uh, continue to do here and there every so often, but don't really promote it anymore because there's a lot of like just awfulness involved. A lot, a lot of just, you know, early 2000s edgy humor that really doesn't fly very much nowadays, but we sure had fun doing it back then. And we used to do shows all over Las Vegas. We were in Battle of the Bands and on local music compilations and uh, doing shows at all the bars and all the clubs here in Las Vegas. So we were, we were a pretty big fixture of the, the local music scene. Um, but that's, that's a young man's game being a comedy rapper. Uh, but might still make some new uh, albums one of these days. But I'm going to close it out with a song from those days because how could I not when talking about a comedy rap group like The Lonely Island and the stuff happening in Popstar Never Stop Never Stopping. So uh, 
Hopefully this song isn't too bad, but um, this is a song called Drop a Deuce from the Polar Bear MCs. It's available on the compilation album Jewish Dave and Friends, and one of these days I'm going to release a, uh, a compilation of all of the basically unfinished Polar Bear MC songs that never like got an official album release, just maybe we're on a compilation here or there, or we're on burned CDs that were getting passed around at the time, stuff like that. And so this will probably uh, end up on that as well. Um, but yeah, this is called Drop a Deuce. Enjoy it, or just turn the podcast off now and never listen to this portion ever again. But uh, here it is. We'll be back with more Piecing It Together soon. West Production, produced by David Rosen in Las Vegas.